Welcome to Over the Thread. My name is Taylor, and today we have a guest host who you probably remember, Bailey Stanfield. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> He's dabbing right now. You guys can't see it because you <laughs> I know. I did podcast. one little dab. <laughs> one singular dab. Oh man, no, this is great. It's good to have you on the show. Um, Mary's kind of taking a little break, but she will be back in a couple weeks. So, um, yeah, we're super excited that you're jumping in. You're basically a part of Over the Thread. We always consider you as one. So, you know, this is just, yeah. So you guys, so you're just, you're here. You are, you are co-host, which is exciting. So today we're going to be talking about opportunities and collaborations Mm -hmm. and this has been something that we've been really interested in so i think we'll just jump into it we're just gonna wing it to lead it to to segue into this opportunities and collaboration we're collaborating right now that's a look at that this is like a inception talking about collaboration while collaborating pretty much it really sets up a nice window um at what point is a collaboration a partnership and you're like like a regular or is that still considered a collaboration i think it's probably when i think it's always a collaboration until it's like you're both working for like the same like under the same company or the same like organization i guess you could say that would make sense so like a collaboration is really just like two separate entities working together to kind of i i would also say that a collaboration is with the intent to build each other's audience yeah i think that that would be looped into like the actual definition of it i think so too i mean it's kind of like a i think of it as like a a win-win situation yes so like you you have something that you can provide to somebody Mm -hmm. but also like I feel like doing business, doing creative stuff, like you can keep doing what you're doing, but like you also are going to need help in some respects. There's going to be something that you lack, regardless if you're like super good at, you know, say photography or something like you might not know like web design or, you know, you might know a bunch of things, but you might not have that. So it's kind of like whatever you lack and then you can like find somebody with that strength so it's basically yeah. like you have you might have similar strengths, but it's basically like you have different strengths that kind of go together. Like go and hand in hand. Yeah. It's a symbiotic um, relationship, as I learned in <laughs> biology, where both parties win. Basically. Look yeah. At Look at that. Science. <laughs> Applying science. science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. so it's it's when two although I think that it's two like entities with yeah. maybe a common goal. Yeah. With a common goal, but may have strengths in different parts where they may yeah. have, yeah, the common goal that they're both striving towards. Yes. I think there's a, bu- it's that's it. So that's a collaboration. Yes. Um, so <laughs> in your text, you had a example sentence. I wanted to go find that. Oh, it, you were like, yes, let's see. You said, uh, how easy is it to, oh, and reaching out to people. That's a huge yeah. thing. Huge. You can go on that one because you're the champ at reaching out to people. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm not, I'm not a total champ, but. Um, no, don't cut I, yourself short. <laughs> I, so, I mean, I felt like th- this was an interesting topic to bring up um, in general. That's why I want to talk about it on the podcast, actually, because it applies directly to the podcast, ironically. Um, and, and to other things in general, but, um, I've kind of found that, and I think this is very true of a lot of things. I feel like ask and you will receive kind of, it, it seems kind of like a a thing that sort of happens. So Mm. I feel like people don't think to ask. They kind of just assume, oh, like this, this, or this person is too hard to reach or, you know, I, why would I be able to collaborate with, you know, this person because they're so huge or, oh, they're so successful, yes. this, this, and that. Um, I think that we oftentimes sell ourselves short in that um, and we almost see opportunities as impossible rather than thinking of it's an opportunity, which means it is possible. Will it happen? 
we don't know. It just kind of, it depends on, um, you know, a lot of circumstances. Yes, but, I, yeah. I think that people are just so afraid of getting rejected. Or, yeah. like, in the case where, like, you'll contact a lot of people on Instagram. Like, yeah. the really, the worst thing that happens on Instagram is either they say no or they just don't ever see it, which, I mean, yeah. that's that's it. The, although, I, what's kind of fun to me is if you do send one and somebody responds and they say no but it's like hey they saw it so like oh yeah at least they saw it but yeah absolutely that's the biggest thing is people are just afraid to say no i mean afraid to get rejected and they're like they're gonna they're not gonna it's not even worth trying because they're gonna say no well how would you know if you don't try right exactly maybe the people that you're reaching out to are literally like man i just wish anybody would ask me if i could be in a podcast yeah yeah and that's the answer And another thing that I kind of figured out um, by, and this is me uh, being very, um, I guess, open, but I've been reaching out to different people because most of the time it comes from a place of I really appreciate their work or I really appreciate them as a person Mm -hmm. or there's there's kind of some form of compliment in the asking. Um, And I, I think for people, I know for if it were me, and I were asked to be on a podcast or asked to be in some sort, you know, some sort of project, included in some sort of project, to me, like, I feel kind of almost, like, honored. Like, oh, like, somebody reached out to me, whether they know me or not, and they want they want me to be involved in something, you know, that's probably bigger than what I'm doing or, or maybe it's just some small thing. But they did it because they appreciated who I was. Yeah. Um, or what I did. So when I reach out to people, I tend to focus kind of on the compliment aspect. And it's it's totally coming from a place of being genuine. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, kiss up to them and try and get them to be on. Like, no. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I reached out to them because I appreciate who they are, think that they would add a lot of value to what I'm doing. Yeah. I think I... maybe that might be another thing, too, is like usually a person that you want to collaborate with you see value in their collaboration so i guess it's important to when you're asking to say be very clear and be like these are the things that i think that you contribute you uniquely contribute that i feel like would be a really big asset to whatever project i'm working on yeah yeah i agree and you you mentioned like that you you're not like you're not going to go to somebody like what would be an example like some say oh shoot i can't think of it so just anybody that you don't really that's just a big name but you don't really either don't support what they do or you don't have any like commonalities there's no reason to just go for numbers like there's got to be no you've got like i I wouldn't want to talk to somebody if we didn't have anything to talk about right so so i would want to at least have something either in like that we relate on or like a friend or something that I'm curious about, I don't know. It can't just be like, I can't get like Kendall Jenner on because I don't know anything about her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but she's got numbers. And that's She's that. got numbers. She's got yeah. the numbers. So true. I mean, I think a lot of the people, at least that I've asked to be on the podcast, I, I kind of have like a list. I have a list that I'm I'm slowly kind of going through and sending emails. Um, But I kind of have a list of like reach people. Um, and I think everyone should have, and this is like, I don't know, in general of things, like you should always have like a reach goal and you should have like a kind of, you know, solid goal. Like it's still going to be kind of a stretch, but like it's something that's attainable and then something that's pretty simple and yeah. something that you're like for sure on. So for me, um, my simple one was, um, my boyfriend who lives here. So it's very yeah. easy. He's going to say yes. Most likely. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And that so was he a was a good on... podcast, though. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. He really liked how it turned out. So I was I was happy. It was it was a good podcast. If you haven't I'm... listened to it, it's yeah. called Be an Overcomer on Over the Thread. Um, it's on Anchor, iTunes, all that jazz. Silver has a sweet story. I recommend it highly. Yes. He's a very good story. And his name is Silver. <laughs> and his name is Silver. He's wonderful. He's great. Um... So, yeah. So, I mean, that was, like, a very simple... That was my, like, easy target. Mm-hmm. Um, my kind of mid-ground was... 
Let me think of who my mid-ground is. Um, I feel like I had a lot of reach people. <laughs> my, uh, you know what? Mid-ground, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's a twofer. Um, having Jack on. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Jack was going to be my, like, because we have the connections with him, and you we do. reached out to him, but... Like yeah. I, I would say that he was like a good target. It was like right at your level. Yeah. Okay. Kind of yeah, yeah. He's a good example of like a mid range because he wasn't totally unattainable. Yeah. Um, and th so the background on that is we actually knew. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Jack podcast, I'm just gonna be plugging podcasts apparently. Um, <laughs> I think we, what do we call it? That one is uh, um oh it's the how to become a YouTuber full time. I think. And and it, it was something about failure, wasn't it? Overcoming failure or something. Uh, yeah, it was a long title. I can't, it's, it was uh, great though. That's another oh, one. Risk taking and how to become a full time YouTuber. Oh, boom. Yes. Yes. We've had several titles for that, but yes, that's, that is that. Um, so yeah, so that was a, that was a mid ground because we came from a place of, we had sort of a relationship with him. We've actually never met him in person, but, um, through, you know, different social media stuff, we've been in contact. Um, so that was really great. And, and also that took a little bit of guts to be reaching out and I was able to message him and talk to him kind of about what our goal was and what we thought that what sort of value he brought to the table. Um, mm -hmm. So he was kind of fully aware of it before going into it, um, which was great. Yeah, and that was that was fun. That was super fun. And then our reach ones are all um, pending. So I don't know if I can say them yet because they're not like... We haven't, we haven't like, we haven't grabbed hold yet, but, um, I guess I'll just kind of give a general thing on that. Um, so there's somebody that I reached out to that has been on TV. He's fairly well known. Um, and this guy I thought was totally unattainable. Um, and I was like, you know what? And this guy has a podcast and I was like, you know what? He's going to appreciate someone else who has a podcast. So I reached out to him. I actually found out that he has an email on his Instagram bio. So if you have anyone that you want to collaborate with, you see an email or some way of contacting, doesn't matter what it is. If it's an agent, doesn't matter. It's If it's an agent, actually, you have a better opportunity of getting a response because it's their job. Yeah, their job is literally <laughs> to go through emails and stuff like that. Literally. To, you know, but there is some risk there because they could just look at it and be like, nope. Yeah. But so I emailed his agent and... I was able to get a response from her to the point of where we're having a dialogue back and forth in which she actually talks to the guy and he actually says, that would be awesome, would love to do it. So, and we don't have any finalizations yet because I'm actually contacting them back in June um, because his schedule got really crazy. He actually started a company recently, so he's been very busy, but he said that his schedule was going to be free in June. So the 1st of June, I am going to be emailing her, but uh, yeah. Um, that was, I mean, there's like, there's a couple of different ones that I've had that have been reached. Um, some, some said no, I did have a no, um, recently. Uh, but it's, it's kind of one of those things where you have to kind of come at it from a perspective of it's like a, it's a win-win either way because you're getting your name out there. Yes. Um, cause now they know like who you are and if they say no, it may be like a not now. Um, cause I've gotten some responses where they're like, would love to be a part of it, but we're really busy. Let's check back in at this point or let me get back to you, but let's be in contact. Yeah. I've had a couple of those. Those are usually, I, they're promising, but they're also like, I feel like they might be just like a shoe, like a shoe away, but it's a I response think, nevertheless. Yeah. I think, um, I think it depends. I think sometimes if they're very quick to be like, I'm busy, if they kind of are like, oh, I don't know, like if they give you a very general mm -hmm. thing, then that's usually, um, I mean, you could kind of, you could kind of see from how they respond, but you can yeah. kind of see like, oh, like this is probably not, they're probably not interested. But um, sometimes like you'll have people where they're like, can you email me in, in June? You know, or it's like something to where they're like, no, we want to connect with you. We would absolutely love to, to do this. And they didn't have to say that. So yeah. I guess you kind of have to like analyze and see kind of like how they're responding and whether or not to pursue or not. 
I would say if if it's a lot of positive language and they're quick to respond and it's it's seeming to go like as a conversation, then I would say pursue that. If it's very much like a I'm really busy, maybe another time, that's pretty much like a shoe. Um I wouldn't say it's, you know, never try again. You could always try again, right? Yeah. But um definitely put all your energy into pursuing the things that you can you can grasp. Um, and sometimes that may not be your reach. That's why you have reach. So, yes. And I, I remember the, uh, you got to have your target goal that uh, there was a name for all of them. I can't, it was target reach. And then one other one, cause I remember um, learning that in one of my classes. I can't remember what the I, class was, but I always think of it in terms of like colleges. When you apply to colleges, there's yeah. like your safe oh, yeah, school, yeah, yeah. you're like, uh, I don't, I don't know what the middle, like the attainable school and then there's like your reach school yeah so that's kind of i guess that's a good way to think about it in terms of that is you want to have the three tiers yes yeah um but i think that's like because if you i think that having little goals that are easy to attain just give you momentum and then you just go totally totally and i think each yes that you get which it it all depends, right? You may not have a yes for a long time. But I'd say take the momentum from each yes and put it into, oh my gosh, I got a yes from this person. I'm just going to send something to this person. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I know a couple of different people that I think would be interested. Let's keep going. Let's go with this. Um, I mean, I think that's what we've applied to our podcast. Um, and that's turned out really well. Um, I mean, I think of... Not everyone's starting a podcast, um, but... In terms of podcasts, I would say, like, if you're if you're trying to, or it could be, I guess it could be anything, but if you're trying to do something, I would say get on a platform, because most of the time it's going to meet a platform, I don't really know, I'm generalizing, but get on a platform that's kind of up and coming, like yourself, something that's kind of, if you can, something that's kind of um, developing along yeah. with you. I think that's something and you can't it's not always the case like you can find stuff like that or like finding new apps or different things like that but I would say that that is a really great way to kind of be a in like a um an unsaturated market um hopefully the people that are on whatever this platform is you know are kind of new too so it's kind of like a lot of new stuff and you can kind of build on something that's up and coming and then kind of take it with you as that potentially gets more popularity or, or maybe it doesn't, maybe it stays very like niche and like small. Yeah. But uh, you also, you have to enjoy it 100%. Oh, totally. Cause there's a lot of people that, <laughs> that will do things because they feel like it's going to be a win. Yeah. Or like it's going to be big, but they don't enjoy it. So there's just no longevity in it. Yeah, definitely. You want to make sure that you, um, have the passion first i would say yeah it's critical yeah and then so i when when you sent that text and you said collaboration i immediately thought of opportunities because there's opportunities to collaborate like without even knowing there's i mean um like i'm sure there's people out there that have friends who either i don't know like like i've got music friends like you can like it's just easy to pass up opportunities that you don't even realize are there totally so, so i would say look for opportunities and with the podcasts you'll you never know when you might uh find like a really good guest through just a, like a friend like we had when we did yeah. that let's talk podcast for a little bit we just yeah we just got just friends together and did it but there was like i don't know if you ever saw the ones with bobby and jack we did the ones with uh that we had like the baby and the hot sauce. It was really, really <laughs> disgusting. But Bobby and Jack, like we found out that they're like super like personable and they're really good at talking. And we've been throwing around like the, the uh, idea of having a podcast with them. So like it's, you don't realize until you try. So like stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I would have, we like I was, I hung out with Bobby when I was younger and we did videos all the time, but I never knew. Bottom line, just try things. I always talk about yeah. fail, try and fail because it's better than not trying. So you just got to, totally. I mean, if you just try, 
you're gonna fail, but it's opportunities, my guy. Yeah. And I would say along with that, with opportunity, um, I would say start small. So like start with like how how you're saying like you had friends of friends or you had your friends that you collaborated with um, mm. to start out with. I say definitely <clears throat> like start with your friends first and then from there, like they'll introduce you to other friends and it kind of like goes out from there. So um yeah, I like mean, so you're the end of y'all's podcast when you say, Is there anybody that you want us to interview? That's genius because it's literally yeah. asking for like a spider web of people. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to our podcast before, um my generally what I do at the end of a guest podcast um is I'll say, Hey, um, you know, really enjoyed talking to you. Um, we have one final question and that is if you, so f this is out of the people that you know, if you know anybody that you think would be really great for our podcast or someone that you really think has a lot to say or just someone that inspires you, some, you know, something like that to where it's generally like if you know them, um, who do you think like should be on our podcast next? And so this kind of, you enter into a conversation of, it's almost kind of like a who you know. And then it's like networking through a podcast. So, yes. um, for example, when we talked with Jack, he said, which I need to follow up on him with, um, is he um, has recently been doing some collaborations with a duo named Colin and Samir, which if you haven't um, seen their YouTube channel, you should definitely check it out. They're incredible filmmakers in L.A. Um so he actually did some stuff with them and he said that they would be a great um great duo to have on our podcast next and I totally agree with him on that. And oftentimes in his case he said that he like wanted to introduce us um you know if it's via email or whatever it is. Um so I mean definitely like if you have if you have a guest on or whatever you're doing or even if it's like you're filming with somebody or you're taking photos, you could be like, hey, like, you know, um, for I'm trying to look to collab with like multiple people. Do you have any friends that, you know, that would be interested or, you know, have these different skill sets that I'm looking for? So definitely like um, network through your friends because, I mean, they're your friends. So they're probably going to be willing to tell you like, hey, like, you know, I know this person or that person. Um, and it usually ends up being really successful. And then that kind of pushes your, your reach out a little bit. Yes. That's what I've been trying to do with shirts. Um, yeah. Cause, and especially in the example of shirts, you've got like, when you give somebody a shirt, it's like a walking billboard. So if you give <laughs> like incentives, like we'll do a thing where it's, it's kind of like, we'll call it like an ambassador program. But if you have, if you give five people the responsibility to invite three other people and like say if you invite three people we'll give you a free shirt and it gives incentive yeah. and then they also are inviting new people so it's just yeah P like literally word of mouth is really impressive and people don't even realize yeah if you just invite people if you if you invite people to invite people <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's wisdom from me because you can Wisdom. i mean it's so it's so easy to say hey can you give me like the email of a couple of your people i did this just recently on facebook i said hey everybody give me your email and then i just sent out emails to get more emails so it's like <laughs> it's not it's not super difficult i don't know yeah i'm still trying it's... to get better at that I'm trying to think because you can't you don't want to force anything either because if you are annoying no. nobody wants to be a part of it absolutely that's another thing to to be wary of is don't over advertise um i guess networking opportunities like i i would not advise going up to people and being like who do you know you know because that's kind of that could be like interpreted as like oh you're just trying to use me for my contacts but instead i mean hopefully these are friends so it's not they're not going to be thinking that but definitely um be mindful of the ways in which that you present kind of the things that you're looking for yeah be um, a human just be, be human about be it normal. understand that they're also human <laughs> yes. go into it with like a a strategy don't just yes. blindly 
ask for favors without giving some incentive of some sort. Yeah, that would be that would be rough. (laughs) That's what I'll get like in my in my live streams. I'll have a bunch of people that come in and they'll just say, "Hey, sub to my channel," and then they'll leave. So I'm not going (laughs) to sub to them. That's a pretty much given. But yeah, yeah, just just be strategic in your gold. Exactly. I feel like people are afraid that they're going to make a wrong choice too. Or either actually they're afraid that they're going to make a wrong choice or they're afraid that they're going to make a choice that they think is right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. When really, what, what does it matter? And I think like you, you can't really get in the mindset of like thinking like a choice is wrong in terms of opportunity, because I think that you miss the opportunity to learn something from that so if you're going in there expecting to make the right choice all the time like you're gonna you're gonna be disappointed you're gonna fall short because like you're not you're not always gonna have uh you know really great decisions like there's gonna be some things that you don't foresee happen um and the thing is is you have to be able to learn from it yeah. You got to be able to take that and be like, okay, well, that was probably a bad, a bad one to follow up on, or this didn't really work out the way I wanted it to. But, you know, now that I've done that, I can see that's what I don't want to do. And maybe next time I have an idea of like what to avoid because I've run into it before. I've, re- I've accepted this before or sought this out before. Yeah. Yeah. Learning. I mean, that's the learning from mistakes things. Like you can, you can take opportunities that don't work and you still learn something because you know that that doesn't work. So next time you're not going to do that. Right. Exactly. Yes. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. People are are just afraid. They just need that little boost. That's, that's really when the, the, uh, the easy to reach targets come in handy because you learn off of those. Like you learn what's good and what's not good off of what, I mean, just little things like if you're t- you can like you'll learn timing and you'll learn talking through just trying it out whereas yeah. if you just wait and wait and wait for that one person to come along you've waited too long you got to at least practice yeah yeah definitely and definitely like jump on you know if you're seeing i, I don't know i'm this is really general but i would say Definitely, like, don't, so like you're saying, is, like, don't linger, don't wait. If you, like, have someone or something, like, that you want to, like, do, and you know you want to collaborate with a certain person, don't, like, wait. I mean, there's no reason to, right? There's no reason to wait. Yeah. I would say if you have the idea in your head and you have, like, a minute, literally, or, like, five minutes tops, like, just send them an email or figure out a way to contact them. Or, you know, you could spend you know, an afternoon or whatever, looking up different people that you want to, you want to be able to talk to and just like figure out their contact information and then start drafting. I just draft emails mainly. Um, but you could also do it on nowadays. You could do it on in- Instagram. Like I've literally said, Hey, really like your stuff. Would love to have you on the podcast at blah, blah, blah. And I've yes. had people respond to me. So it works. If anything, they're going to hopefully see it. And if they don't see it, then like, oh, well, because they probably are so busy, it wouldn't have worked out anyways. But I would say there's no reason to not. Yeah. You might as well. <laughs> when you did that with the, the Instagram story, that was great with that band. Yes. Yes. Because then, yeah. then it just looks like you're appreciating them with the side, like, putting to the side like hey and by the way we have a podcast like hey i really like your stuff and also we have a podcast if you're uh interested yep it's it's a compliment and it's a request yeah i don't really want to say request but it's a it's a compliment and an offer yeah offer compliment an offer that's basically you're you're it's an offer compliment (laughs) that's you have to go about uh uh these sorts of opportunities creating opportunities yeah yeah pretty much and we're not experts by the way <laughs> i know no, we may sound just, like it <laughs> just to, yeah we may we may sound like experts i know that that might fool you but might fool you <laughs> but, 
But uh, no, uh, we're just coming from a place of we're gathering what we've learned over the past couple of months and then we're regurgitating it to you and kind of dissecting sort of our findings, I guess, and kind of figuring out <laughs> essentially what we're doing. We're like dissecting it for ourselves because yes, I haven't really almost, thought about this. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's talking with our own knowledge, but also learning in the process. Yeah. That's kind of how I treat my podcast. Like I want to try to get something out of it for myself as well. And I think that through that. Yeah. Okay, actually, perfect example. I have a um friend Zeke. Zeke's dad um, is trying to start a business, and his philosophy is. He wants to start the business and then teach me how to start the business or start a business um, so that he's oh. teaching and learning at the same time. Because, I mean, like I had teachers in school that always did that. It, like their their um, strategy was for everybody in the class to make a quiz, to quiz everybody. Because yeah. then uh -huh. you're studying up to make the questions. So at the same time, you're studying and you're teaching. So like... That's good multi that's yeah that i mean really that's what i'd like to do with a podcast Get, oh. i want all my guests to come on and we're both just like throwing thoughts out that form into conversation i guess that's cool i like that it's a teaching, super cool concept teaching, teaching to learn teaching to learn that sounds like a podcast name by <clears> itself. <throat> it does <laughs> wow i i like that i feel like Whenever I, yeah, whenever I'm trying to teach someone something, I generally, like, get a better handle on it. Yes. Just on my own. I'm like, oh, I didn't, like, I never broke it down and, like, verbalized it in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in my head, thoughts move around so fast that <laughs> I, like, think about one thing and then I'm already thinking about the next thing. So when I teach it to people, I have to have my thoughts, like, kind of honed in. So it's also like formulating them better in my head as I'm teaching. Yeah, I, it's yeah, a, it's a concept, and I like it. <laughs> I like it. Good. That's stuff. super awesome. Good stuff. Only yeah, the best stuff. Only the best. Oh man! Wow. Well, what else? I know. What else? What else can we say about this topic? Um, um the Mr. Beast thing that I did. Oh um, yeah, speak to that. That was a, I would say that that was an opportunity that, so this, this is a good example, actually. So I, for, let me give it a little backstory. There's this guy on YouTube named Mr. Beast. A lot of my followers know them because I have like a younger audience, but I had never heard of him before. But he's a YouTuber that is kind of like Mythbusters in a way. Like all of his videos will be titled like, will a thousand balloons make you fly or will what like he did one yesterday like will 10,000 rolls of duct tape stop a car like it's just random like challenges and he's like things. mythbusters yeah i mean it's like yeah it, it's it, yeah so anyway so so for his four millionth celebration thing uh he said whoever was my four millionth subscriber dm me and i'll come and surprise you so my friend dm'd him was like hey i was your four millionth and he sent a screenshot and then mr beast was like okay we'll be there at 12 like literally just super vague <laughs> he's like all right we'll be there at 12 give us your address so he came to my friend's house at 12 o'clock or well he came late whatever but he came and brought just a bunch of chips ahoy cereal and that was like his surprise he's like here's four million cookies for my four, four million subscriber but my friend invited me over to be his cameraman so i filmed the video for him and then edited it and as soon as mr beast posted his video i posted mine and a couple days later mr beast manager messaged me and was like hey i saw your video that was great we've been looking for an editor would you like to come down here and do like a trial run and i immediately was like i really don't want to be an editor but this is a crazy <laughs> opportunity and i really want to go and try it out um so i like kept an open mind and i said yes like a few days later but i I, they drove me down. Well, they paid me to drive down there. And I was like, all right, sweet. This is great. They're paying me to drive down. So I drove down. I filmed a couple of videos, edited a couple of videos and posted them. And at the end of the week, they offered me the job. But I, after doing the whole week of uh, the trial run, I was just like, this is not my thing. But looking back on it, I know like, well, hey, I learned what it's like to work with a huge YouTuber who he 
he's like ridiculous. He got like two million subscribers in like three months. Oh. So his channel growth is like outrageous, and he's growing like I feel like they're they're growing faster than they can handle. But it was a great experience. But I also learned I learned a whole bunch. Like I learned kind of just what it's like and what's important in stuff. But I can't, I couldn't be an editor for that long. So that, that goes under the category of I tried it and it wasn't my thing. So at least I learned that, Hey, I don't want to be a full-time editor. So now let's move to the next challenge. And if there's an opportunity where I'm a full-time cameraman, I think I could do that because I learned that filming for somebody is really fun. Yeah. But you, I mean, it's just, I was super uncomfortable. Like I literally had like a panic attack when he messaged me because like what? I, nobody's really like recognized my work. This is crazy. So just keep an open mind and try things. I think that that's a huge yeah. thing that people don't realize is they're afraid to try things because they don't think they'll be good enough. But it just comes down to you learn from failure. So just try things. Yeah, that's really good. That's cool. And that's my two yeah. cents. Yeah, and I think it's also saying yes to the opportunities, even if it doesn't exactly relate to, or it may relate to what you're doing and what you're trying to get to, but, like, you're not always going to get those opportunities that are exactly what you're looking for. It's kind of, like, stepping stones. And you also don't know exactly what's happening. Like, for that thing, I, I, he just told me that I was going to be editing, and then I got there, and it was editing, filming, coming up with ideas. So, like, it was, like, you just learn, like... It's every everything in life is a learning experiment. You just gotta learn yeah. something. Yes, just try things, please. Yeah. That's just that's the bottom. Just... That's the I'm I'm changing the title right now. Just try things. Collaborate opportunities. <laughs> just try things. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. It's. I think that also. I think it also relates to not just like things that you're doing, but like also like your strategies, like trying different things as well. Yeah. Um. Like, for a while, I was just doing emailing, but then I was like, well, for, in some cases, like, for example, maybe a band, they might not be looking at their email all the time. That might be something that's kind of second. So, mm-hmm. also reach out through social media. Like, or you could, also, I've I've gotten some success with Twitter. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I don't tweet that much, but sometimes if I tweet at somebody... I get responses or, or they like see it or they like it or something like that. Um, you know, I've had, I've had some of that too. So I strain or DMing on Twitter that can sometimes work, but some people's Twitters, you don't like, you can't DM them, um, which kind of sucks, but I get it because they would get so many, they would would be like, I wouldn't want that either. (laughs) A lot of them just have it where if they follow you, you can DM and that's it. Oh, that's probably it. Cause that's how Mr. Beast was. Cause he, he, I, my friend, he messaged my friend first and I was like, wait, but I can't message him. And then a couple hours later he followed me and then I can message him. But that, so, but yeah, Twitter, I think that Twitter is like a lost artifact. People don't think about it a lot. Yeah. I I really just retweet on Twitter. I like post stream. Like if I stream, it automatically posts on there and then I retweet. I don't really ever tweet much. Same. But that's yeah. an interesting. The reaching out on Twitter makes a lot of sense because of yeah, just the nature of it. For sure, or or just like if you can't DM, like I just I just at them. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, or yeah, or just at them if you can't. Yeah. Genius. Which like it, it's like about fifty fifty. I've gotten responses. Uh, yes. Not it's not in terms of the podcast. I haven't gotten anybody on on through that, but. Um, just in general, getting responses from people, even if they are like fairly big, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times for whatever reason, celebrities just sit on Twitter and I, I don't get it, yeah. but they, I'm like, I can't sit on Twitter for longer than like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have the attention span, but like, you know, a lot of them are on there. So I don't know. That's another thing to think about if you're trying, if you're looking to reach out to someone who may have like a big following or maybe like someone that's pretty big that you don't really know. Um, that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, yesterday, or thing. it wasn't yesterday, it was like a week ago, I tweeted something to Max Joseph and he liked it and I had a little heart attack. I was very excited. Oh, yeah. Like just the, oh, yeah, I mean, you just, you never, I feel like, okay, so you were saying that celebrities sit on Twitter all the time. You never know when they're going to be looking at their phone at the same time that you tweeted. 
So it's just, oh. you just gotta try it. I have a tip. I don't yes. know if it works, but I, I feel like it's a good tip. I feel like it's something that would work. I just haven't, like, tested it very much. Um, so if you have somebody that you really like and you follow them on Twitter, because you do, I don't know, and you have your notifications on, um, if somebody posts something on Twitter, like, I have notifications for, like, Casey Neistat, uh, a couple bands that I follow, and then, like, there's, like, one or two other people that I have it up for. Anyways, so if you if you have the notifications on and they tweet something, that means that they're on Twitter. So yes. I would immediately message them or at them, like, within a couple of minutes because they're probably only going to be on for a little bit. But I think that's... I think it would work. I haven't tried it yet, so I mean, I would definitely say that that puts your chances up because if you're a yeah. big YouTube or a big celebrity, you're not gonna put your notifications on on Twitter because you just get like bombarded. So, yeah, yeah. If they're on there, it definitely raises your chances. One would only assume. Yeah. So that's just my little tips for success that I don't even know if they work, but I like have this weird feeling that they would work and it makes sense that they would work, but yeah, it definitely you know, logistically person. that makes total sense unless they have like somebody yeah. running their Twitter and it's or scheduled. True. I don't know. It definitely, I would say that or that scheduled. just makes sense. Yeah. Um, I remembered my thing and I can't <gasps> yeah. remember. I don't remember when it fit in, but uh, have you ever heard of John Acuff? Hmm. Sounds kind of like familiar. What is he? He's is he... he's like a writer and public speaker. Um, okay. He, he has a book. What is it called? Oh. It's called. He's got one called Start and one called Finished and then one called oh. Do Over. He's got. I don't know. Great guy. I definitely recommend him. He's a little guy. He's short like me. We get we relate. <laughs> but he uh we relate. He he does live streams on Instagram every now and then, just like giving like tips. And he had one the other day about working for free. And how Ooh. you have, to, that could be like a whole podcast on its own, but that could be a whole podcast. You can't like working for free is great. And if you, you have to just be a judge of, will I be work like, I can't remember what his examples were. I think it was graphic design. Cause I mean, that's a okay. big freelance thing. Yeah. Um, some people it's not wise to work for free yeah. because you'll be stuck working for them. So his thing was ask them their budget don't like if somebody says yes how much are you charging just ask their budget because then yes you're they have to give an answer they have to give you an answer yeah um yes. because you like working okay again working for free is great if you're trying to build a portfolio but eventually you're going to be overloaded with work and if yeah. you're working for free for somebody you're taking away time for people that you're that are paying you yes so you're actually doing harm like you can't you can't always work for free is what i'm saying so yeah Keep that in mind. I can't, yeah. remember when, I can't remember when that fit in. It was going to be a great segue, but I I think that that's just a good life tip in, tip in general. Learning how I'd to say, ask for yeah. money. Because it's, that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. Absolutely. I mean, I can speak to that a little bit. I mean, it could yes, definitely please. be a whole podcast. But considering that I am a graphic designer, um, I do freelance. And that was kind of my mindset in college was do things for free because it means it's going to boost your portfolio. Mm -hmm. And I think... In the long run, I think it does help. I think it depends on who you're working with. I say if you're working, it also depends on the purpose of it. Um, for me, I did a lot of free work with clubs um, on campus. Yeah. So if you're in college right now, for those of you listening, um, and you want to build a portfolio, but you also don't want to spend too much time, and you also don't want to give people the impression that you just don't charge any money, mm -hmm. work um, for different clubs that you're interested in. Because that's what I did. I did like a social, social justice one and then um, another one that was like a, we have like a music label on campus that I was a part of. With so, stuff like that, you're like, there's there's a low expectation, but there's a high chance of people seeing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely enter into any contests that they might have on campus. I actually did that with the business school um, and I was actually able to create three logos for them and they actually paid me, which nice. was cool. But like originally it was like, oh, we're just going to kind of conceptually do this, conceptually do this. And then then finally they're like, yeah, like if you win, because it was a contest with multiple people that were involved. If you win, then you get a contract with us and you get to like develop these logos and we'll pay you X amount of money. So sometimes that can turn into making money. Yeah. But you just have to yeah. be the judge. Like you have to. You do. 
you don't want to get tied down to anything. Mm-mm. I would recommend, like, if you're going to do free work and you you don't know where to begin, I say do free work with your friends because they're your friends. And you can be like, hey, I'm just trying to build my portfolio. We'd love to do some free things for you. And they will really appreciate that. Especially with you start that as your header. Like, hey, totally. I'm trying to work on a portfolio. They, then they know, like, oh, he's just practicing. Right. This isn't going to be a long-term thing. Right. But then I would say, hey, you know, like, let's do a couple of free projects together. But I would, I would like subtly let them know, like, you know, like, okay, like I'm trying to build this portfolio, but I'm also trying to like build opportunity for me to be freelancing. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, they'll have it in their head that, oh, like she's trying to get a couple of things, but just, I would say, be wary of um, them asking you for a bunch of stuff and um, getting bogged down with that, kind of like taking advantage of, which like they won't be meaning to, but um, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of. I guess it's just being, like, aware of, you know, you don't want to get it taken advantage of, but you also want to be able to have that opportunity. So yeah, it's it's a it's a fighting battle. I would say if it's a company or, like, somebody outside of that's not really a friend, maybe it's, like, a your, your friend referred you or something like that, I would recommend charging, but just don't charge a ton. Or if it's, this, if it's a fairly well-known company or if it's, like, a, you know a company that's got some revenue i would say i wouldn't be too afraid to charge um you know because you want to go in with expectations of like if you want to be a freelancer then you also have to set the expectation of how much you want to get paid because Mm -hmm. eventually one day if you're going to be freelancing and you want to be full-time freelancing you need to be able to support yourself So it's kind of like being smart about it and like thinking about, okay, like what's my actual worth instead of just doing a bunch of stuff where I know I'm just getting a bunch of gigs, but I'm not getting paid well. Yeah. So So, that's, that's something, another thing with the asking their budget, uh, there's a lot of times where they'll pay you more than you're anticipating because like some, some businesses have like money that you can't imagine. So if you, if you're asking a budget, then you're get sometimes you'll get more, you might get less. I mean, I would say you ask their budget and then you can compromise or you ask their budget and a lot of times they're above it, but you can't, I mean, just that question, you can't go wrong with what's your budget. Cause then there's an, there's like a kind of a trust that's built and you're not right. again. I mean, getting tied down is a dangerous thing too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's constantly a battle. I would say even now for me, Um, But I think I'm getting to the point where, like, it also helps to being out of school and kind of having some prior experience. Mm -hmm. Once you kind of get into the, you know, couple years of experience kind of bubble, um, it's a lot easier to not feel bad about charging. I think that was another thing is I would feel guilty charging, especially friends. Um, For other people who, like, I didn't know it wasn't so much that. But you kind of get caught up in this whole, like, oh, I don't want to charge too much. I don't want to charge too much. But... I think once you kind of get, like, a basis of, like, how much I, – I, I say, like, check how much, like, a general industry would charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would look at – and I would look at that and I would say, okay, like, where's my experience level in this? Kind of find – you can find it on the internet and you can be like, you know, X amount of years of experience. And, like, it'll give you some ranges. And I would say pick that mid-range and then think about it in terms of if I'm going to be living on my own um, – freelancing on my own and this is my only income what do i feel like is a fair amount yeah so you want, for a, me, you want like a competitive amount too like at yeah. your skill level totally you don't want to sell yourself short for sure especially if this is not just a side gig it's something that you want to make you want to transition from side gig to actual like you know thriving mm. company yes so and if you want to do work for friends which like i recommend doing in general um it's because it's just fun um and that's a form of collaboration um yeah that's you know absolutely i think i think that could also work as like i've done some collaborations with people where it was exchanging of services so i did a logo for somebody and then they did my website so it was kind of like this trade-off um and so we actually didn't end up paying each other because we kind of just traded services bartering almost bartering yes i highly recommend that um and that's a really good way to do stuff without having to pay anything yeah and it's a really good portfolio booster and there's a Um, lot of times i was just thinking about 
uh, I used to run like one of the cameras at church. So unintentionally, yeah. I became like the camera guy that people were like, oh, yeah, he knows stuff about cameras. So if you that that comes down to the like spider web of networking. If you do stuff for free for one friend, like say, for instance, like graphic design, say if you do a logo for one friend, there's a there's a good chance that if that friend is talking to another friend who needs a logo, they'll be like, oh, I know a guy. He did this logo for me and they'll show it. And that's that's your billboard. They're like, yeah, this is this is his stuff. And then they'll recommend you to another guy and it just it goes out. Exactly. That, so you got to like that's what you have to consider if you do work for free or if you're bartering is connections. Exactly. It's definitely like um yeah, you have to make sure with that, it's definitely a lot of like, you know, talking with the person, kind of seeing what sort of services they bring in and what that worth is in comparison to what you're bringing as well. Mm-hmm. Cuz sometimes maybe you're not doing that much and then they're doing a lot. So it's kind of like something you just talk through with somebody. Um, but overall, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty simple, especially if they're friends of yours, to be able to do that. Yeah. Yes, but communication's yeah. key. You got to communicate what you're doing. Yes. And your, For, like, your goal. For sure. For sure. For sure. <sighs> I feel like I had another point. Oh, I was going to say... In terms of rates, this is definitely way off topic from what we were talking about, but I guess it sort of works. We're, we're tying it. We're tying it in. Um, it's just another aspect. Um, for friends, I know for the longest time, and I've still struggled with this, is especially if you're in the situation of I'm no longer just giving my services away for free necessarily. Um, I've been like, oh, like how much do I want to charge my one of my friends? Like, it's a really say it's a really good friend of yours. And you're like, I want to be fair because I'm spending a lot of time on this, but also like, you know, it's my friend. I'm not going to be charging my full rate. What I generally do, and some people have different ways of doing this, but I generally take what I would normally charge anyone else in the world, <laughs> anyone else that I like may not have a su- super big connection with or whatever. And I usually split it in half and I just, and I, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I think this might work out or, you know, s- around there. Um... And then I'll generally kind of figure out how many hours I want to, you know, be able to work on this project and then kind of figure out a rate within that. So that's that's my, like, simple way of explaining how I break down, like, costs for, you know, charges for friends. Because yes. it can be tricky. Yes, it can be. You can't be afraid to charge, but you also can't overcharge. Or... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to evaluate, but yeah, it's something that sometimes has to be done. 